Somebody worship the Lord tonight. The King of Glory is in the atmosphere. The King of Glory is in the atmosphere. atmosphere the Lord is in this place hallelujah hallelujah feels like heaven doesn't it feels like heaven preached what I'm about to preach tonight, feel a pray the Lord confirms, but he's already confirming what we're feeling right now. I give honor to pastor and bishop who I love very, very much. Appreciate all their, uh, all the, all that they've poured into my life. And I'm so thankful to be here with you. Give honor to my beautiful wife and my children, all the ministry with the Dylan Morgan. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 6. I'm going to have other scriptures during this tonight, but I, I wrote down everything I could. The Lord told me this afternoon, and I just pray that it's a, a blessing. The atmosphere has been set. By the last two songs, you can feel just a shifting in here. When it's overwhelming like that, that means there are hundreds of angels in the atmosphere worshiping the Lord with you. That's why you feel such liberty. There's nothing in the way. <laughs> and you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein time past you walked according to the course of this world according to the prince of the power of the air the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience among whom also we had we all had our conversation say we all had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind and were by nature the children of wrath even as others but God who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved, hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I want to preach to you tonight from the subject, Attracting Heavenly Atmospheres attracting heavenly atmospheres. Lord Jesus, I thank you for what we already feel in here tonight. There's been an overshadowing of your presence. Something powerful is in the room and we know something great's about to happen and I pray that you get me out of the way as quickly as possible and you do what you want to do tonight in this place. I give you the glory and all the praise, all the honor in Jesus' name and if you love him, would you clap your hands unto him like David said. Oh, clap your hands all you people and shout unto God with a voice of triumph There's something powerful about your hands and your mouth Hallelujah! and you may be seated the word atmosphere means the envelope of gases surrounding the earth or another planet the second definition is the pervading tone or mood of a place or situation and the third definition is the air in any particular place I like that second one the pervading tone or mood of a place or situation we were started to hit a little bit in this morning about how the devil is the prince of the air the prince of the power of the air I looked it up in the Greek this afternoon and prince means ruler commander and chief 
power means right here in this verse power of choice and the liberty of doing as one pleases and air is atmosphere and so if you so will the devil is the chief or the commander or the ruler of situations that say to you do whatever you want to do I'm in charge of the atmosphere and he desires his atmosphere to invade wherever you live he desires his atmosphere to be in your home in your marriage in your mind he desires whatever he can that is evil to get loose in your life and let me tell you what controls the atmosphere what controls the atmosphere of your home it's not your faith it's not your joy it's not your peace but what controls the atmosphere where you live are your words your speech controls the atmosphere out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh if the devil invades your heart with an atmosphere of depression or anger or whatever it is sooner or later the atmosphere in your heart will manifest in the room that you are in because it cannot keep itself on the inside and the words come out of your mouth your mouth controls the atmosphere your speech controls the atmosphere your speech can make things better and your speech can make things worse death and life are in the power of the tongue the bible said and so you understand that when an atmosphere is starting to stir in your house that it's very important and we all need to learn this starting with yours truly it's very important to be sensitive when the atmosphere in our homes starts to shift toward negative conversation because when that moment happens your speech determines what happens in the conversation where are all the shouters now? The reason why you feel heaven in here and hell at your house is the difference in what you're saying. In here, you're saying, King of glory, I just want to be with you. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right there. I feel angels in here right now. When we're in here, we're magnifying Him. And we're worshiping Him. And we're attracting Him. But when we're at home... devil's looking for ways or doorways to get in whether it's through your eyes which are the windows to your soul or through your ears through gossip or music or something in the media that can get you discouraged or through your mouth he's trying to find a portal a channel to get into the atmosphere of your home where you kids will self-destruct and your marriage will self-destruct and the peace that you feel boy i feel god up here tonight the peace that you feel in the presence of god at church on sunday night is nowhere to be found it's all because the atmosphere is being controlled by negative words mm. the devil loves arguing he loves strife he loves contention he loves division I feel something. Go to the book of Jude. There's only one chapter. Jude 1 verse 8 and 9 says, Likewise also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, and speak evil of dignities. Yet Michael the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, durst not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, the Lord rebuked thee. The Lord wants you to understand something. If you're going to argue, argue like an angel would. 
because Michael understood that Satan is known for his mouth and it would be crazy to get into an argument with an angel equipped with a mouthpiece that knows how to argue. So Michael said, I'm not going to speak to you from a position of argument because that then lowers my authority to where I'm now trying to prove my point. I'm going to stay speak from a position of victory. I know who I am submitted to. And if I am shut up, if I am submitted to him I can count on his authority when I speak about him see it's the trick of the enemy to get you baited into conversations where you forfeit your spiritual authority because you now speak from the flesh and not the spirit So when the devil try, oh I feel God, when the devil tries to stir up that family member against you and your natural response like we read in Ephesians, your nature is to prove your point. You're actually falling for a trap every time. Because just because you win the argument doesn't mean you change the atmosphere and that's why the spirit comes back the next day and the next day and it's in a household of strife and division let me give you some help right now the holy ghost don't let that spirit win you stand up on the authority that you know you have and you say the lord rebuke that spirit trying to get into our house Your spouse is not the enemy. Your kids are not the enemy. The enemy's trying to control the atmosphere. So, what you talk about, I want you to write this down, determines what you attract. You talk about the devil every day. I'm just getting attacked by this spirit every day. Guess what's going to show up every day? What you're allowing in the atmosphere. Because your mouth is the doorway or the portal of the atmosphere. So if you're always saying, well, I just can't get over depression. Depression just keeps attacking me. I just can't get over fear. I just can't get over whatever it is. What you're actually doing is opening the gate every day. Because, believe it or not, the spirit world knows about your conversations. Go to Philippians chapter 3. I found this today. This is awesome. Philippians chapter 3, verses 20 and 21. For our conversation is in heaven. That's pretty blunt. From whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile body that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things to himself. He has the power over everything you're letting in the house. But your conversation is letting it in the house. Ready? Hell and heaven are very, I want you to put this down, are very interested in your words. Go to Daniel chapter 10, verses 10. I think, it's, I think it was Daniel 10, 10, yeah. Here's where the angel comes to Daniel. And the angel, the Bible said, Daniel said, Behold, a hand touched me, which set me upon my knees and, and upon the palms of my hands. Okay? Verse 11, And he said unto me, O Daniel, a man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak unto thee, and stand upright, for unto thee am I now sent. And when he had spoken this word unto me, the angel's talking, Daniel said, I stood trembling. Now watch the verse 12. Then he said to me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God thy words were heard and I am come watch this 
We always preach about for thy words. And the next verse, verse 13, he describes how when he's going to go back up into heaven, but the prince of the kingdom of Persia, this demon, withstood me one in 20 days. And lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, and I remained there with the kings of Persia. Now watch this. I've, I've preached this story a million times. This is my, one of my favorite chapters. But I've never seen this till today. I've preached that when you consecrate and you pray and fast, you attract the spirit world and heaven and hell both go into war over what Daniel's doing. But I didn't realize this till today. Both heaven and hell were only interested in one thing, his words. The angel was trying to get the words to heaven and hell was trying to keep the words from getting out of Daniel's mouth. There was literally a war in the heavens over the speech Of a child of God. I know we're not shouting. But do you realize. That things are listening to you. When you open your mouth. When I open my mouth. Heaven and hell. Both listen. Because heaven waits for worship. And praise and positive things and life and joy but hell wants us to speak death and destruction and the atmosphere is only peaceful if you're attracting heaven And the atmosphere is only painful if you're attracting hell. I'm going to just say this because this is fun right here. And the devil don't want to say it. I I just want to do it. It doesn't matter how bad the atmosphere is in your house. Your mouth has so much power. You You can be living in a hellacious situation. But you get your mouth saying the right things. If you don't believe me, just ask Paul and Silas. They're surrounded by demons and prisoners. And their backs are beaten and their legs are beaten. And their hands are bound and their feet are bound. But the devil forgot to bind their mouth. And Paul said, I'm about to get heaven up in this place. Because I know with my speech, I can change the atmosphere. That's why the devil hates it when you sing like you did tonight and you pray like you did tonight because you're saying, Jesus, get in this atmosphere and take over. Somebody praise him in the atmosphere right now. They may have taken your freedom, Paul. They may have taken your rights, Silas. But they didn't take your voice. You read my notes? They didn't take your speech. So stop saying stuff like, well, if God doesn't do something, it's not going to happen. We're never getting out of this. Nothing's going to change. Looks like they'll never pray through. I'm wasting my time praying for my loved one. Stop saying that. If you keep saying that, the prison doors will stay shut. But instead, open your mouth and start declaring, Jesus, you're about to do something only you can do. I'm changing the atmosphere.
Somebody pray the Holy Ghost right now. Somebody change the atmosphere. Come on, stop reacting the way you always react and instead shut that mouth. A soft answer. Turn it the way wrath. I don't want to win the argument. I want to change the atmosphere. heaven how excited heaven gets when you talk about heaven you know we need more preaching about heaven we get all excited about casting out devils Jesus said don't even get excited about that he rejoiced that your names are written in the Lamb's book of life well let me show you how excited heaven gets when you talk about heaven Luke chapter 2 verses 10 through 13 Let's start with verse, uh, yeah, start with verse 10. Here's the angel talking to the shepherds, okay? Now, you got an angel from heaven in earth's atmosphere talking about the birth of Jesus, okay? Ready? And the angel said to them, fear not. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, Savior, which is Christ the Lord. This shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. We all know that. And suddenly, there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest And on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Ready? Heaven, even when they're the ones talking about heaven. It was only one angel's job to come down and describe Jesus. But the angels that were in heaven said, if he's talking about God, we're going down to where he is because the atmosphere. Somebody ought to get heaven on your mind and heaven in your mouth and let the angels loose in your house. What you speak, everyone say, what I speak comes to life in my atmosphere. Have you ever been at home talking to your family? Bring up a subject? I wish somebody would be real in here. And not all of you agreed about the subject? No? I'll wait. (laughs) And it was just quiet and calm before you brought the subject up. And now it's like, I hate this person. What demon sent you? You know why? Because you gave life to a subject. Without praying first for the peace. Oh, I'm going to have. That's why it's really important. Help me, Holy Ghost, to have more Bible time than Fox News time or CNN. Thank you for the patty cakes. 
Because if you keep letting the news speak into your atmosphere 24 hours a day, it's always going to be destruction and distraction. Sooner or later, someone needs to get the voice of God in the atmosphere where the Lord can give you peace. Just because the world's going crazy does not mean you need to go crazy. You're a child of a king that reigns over heaven and earth. And Let me just go further. That's why demons hate church. They can't stand it. Because in this atmosphere, people are talking in tongues, which is the language of heaven. So the first reason why they hate church in an apostolic church is they don't understand everything you're saying. I'm preaching to you right now. I can go to services across the world and they can have translators preach for me. And I've had it several times. And I love what I feel in the atmosphere. But I don't understand it. But here's what the problem is. The devil hates what he feels in here. But when the church starts talking in tongues, it's the language of heaven. And he doesn't understand it. It's like when the the hand wrote on the wall and all the people that were were living in Babylon, all those great uh, people that had all these gifts, they couldn't understand the writing. But Daniel could. Why? Different language. That's why the devil hates praise. And he hates worship. And he hates you running the aisles. And he hates you shouting Jesus. And shouting hallelujah. Because every time you do, you kick him out of the atmosphere. He can't stay in the atmosphere. I wonder what would happen in some of our houses if some mom and dads went home tonight, opened the door, and said, Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, this atmosphere belongs to God. Everybody say, what I talk about determines what I attract. T.W. Barnes used to say this, Kenneth Reeves used to say this, Eli Hernandez said this all the time, that you will see more miracles when you preach on the oneness of God than any other subject. You'll see more miracles when you preach on the oneness of God than you do when you preach on healing. Just believe it or not, I love to preach healing. But when I preach healing, I'm describing things God does. But when I preach on the oneness, I'm describing who he is. So you just sit there while I go at the war right now. Let me let the enemy know. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou believest there is one God. Thou doest well. The devils believe. I said demons tremble when you go to a one God apostolic church where you know there's only one king on the throne and we're exalting him. Somebody shout there's only one God. There's only one God. His name is not Satan. His name is not Lucifer. His name is not Muhammad. His name is Jesus. Somebody ought to praise him right now. Somebody ought to praise him right now. 
He's in here. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all. I'm not trying to get you to shout. I'm trying to make those spirits squirm right now. One God and Father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. show you the power of your mouth. Say standing. Years ago, old lady in Monroe, Louisiana, West Monroe, prayed for years for her husband to come to church. Every service, she'd raise her hand during prayer request time. We used to do prayer requests, you know, back in the day. You can't do it now because everybody's got a prayer request for seven. And she'd raise her hand and say, pray for my husband that he'd be saved. Did this time and time again at Fred Foster's church and one Wednesday night she raised her hand and said y'all pray for my husband to be saved and the pastor uh, brother Foster said no he said don't ask that ever again how'd you like that he said you ask that every service He said, I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. The next service we have, and from here on forward, before you come to church, you're going to lay his clothes out on the bed. Lay his boots out on the floor. You're going to come to church. You're not going to ask us to pray. But you're going to go over here to Shouter's Corner. And you're going to worship God for bringing your husband to church. He said, the next service, she invited him. He laughed at her, cussed at her. She came to church, went to Shouter's Corner, and changed her speech. She started saying, Lord, I thank you that my husband's coming to church. I thank you. You're going to save his soul. Akoto shakata. They said for two years, every service, Bishop, she laid his clothes out, laid his boots out, Brother Dylan Morgan, and he'd mock her. And she'd come to church and she'd feel the pressure to ask, pray for my husband. But instead of voicing that prayer, she voiced her praise. And she would say, I'm going over there. And he said two years later, on a Sunday night, she was over in Shouter's Corner worshiping God. When the back door flung open, he had the clothes that she laid out on the bed. And he walked down the aisle and God filled him with the Holy Ghost right there. Somebody change the atmosphere. Change the atmosphere. Change the... I don't know about you, but I want heaven in my house, in my heart, in my car, on my kids, in my kids, in my marriage, in my job. Here's what I feel to ask you to do, and I'm just going to, I'm going to try to guide this for a moment here. You just get ready. But I feel like the first thing we should do is repent 
for the atmospheres we've been letting happen. Is this okay? I, I mean, like repent for falling for the bait of arguing. Oh, I feel God right now. And I feel like that. Because the enemy's going to cheat. He's going to try to press the button. Oh, I feel God. And you're going to be tested with your reaction. He knows he can't mess with you in this altar. He knows he can't mess with you with this pastor right near you. He knows he can't get to you. He's going to wait to find a family member who's carnal. Or a situation that stirs up somebody's flesh. Get a conversation going. To see what atmosphere is allowed in your house. But I want to give you a word from God right now. There are angels standing by your doorway. And if you'll react the way Jesus wants you to react, the angels are going to rush into your house, the demons are going to flee, and the atmosphere is going to shift. Somebody tell the Lord, I'm sorry for the things I've been saying. Forgive me for the atmosphere I've been creating. God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God said this and God said that. And then God made the firmament or the atmosphere with his mouth. You've got that same God living inside of you. You've got creative authority in the Holy Ghost. But you've got to use life and not death. Oh, I feel Jesus on me right now. Somebody just repent for a moment. Lord, you know what I've been saying. I want angels in my house. My little, my boys are six and five. We, we go on a pretty intense schedule. And a couple weeks ago, three nights in a row, pastor, they come into me. Dad, I'm having a really bad dream. Dad, I'm having a really bad dream. Dad, I'm really, both of them, different times in the night. Now, after the first night, I thought nothing of it, just prayed for him. Second night, but by the third night, I was like, what's in here? And I started rebuking things, and I started commanding things, and I started speaking like, you know, we're supposed to do. And the Lord convicted me so strongly. He said, you are slamming doors and then reopening them with your conversations. You can't speak down to people. You can't voice your opinion about subjects in the news so strongly to where you think I'm right and everybody's wrong. You might be right, but you just open the door again. They said, if you want the atmosphere to change, change your speech. And then he said, before they go to sleep, this is going to sound crazy. He said, but start training them to welcome heavenly guests. I said, what do you mean? He said, start telling them to tell, to tell the angels good night. Tell the Lord good night. I did that for a few days, Pastor. My little boy ran the room one morning, Jet. He said, Daddy, I think an angel is in my room. I said, what do you mean? He said, Something touched my back when I was sleeping. And I'm, it was an angel. I felt, I felt Jesus in my room. And the Lord said, atmosphere changed. 
and I'm being very transparent and I'm being very vulnerable and you can attack me it's okay but I'm telling you it's real enemies attacking your kids change the atmosphere turn the TV off it's sad you have to say that well I don't know why And we start doing it in our house, we have church at home. Yeah, with the kids. Let the kids preach. That's crazy. You don't know the, the spirit world I have to fight. But I promise you, we all need a little more heaven in our houses. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Would you raise your hands? I'm going to pray with you right now. By the authority of the word of God and by the power that's in the name of Jesus. Let every home receive an atmosphere shift tonight in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout, Jesus! said let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight oh God you know what that tells me he's watching what I say and what I think about I feel I don't even know everything that I can I can't even put into words what I'm feeling right now except there's about to be some different types of conversations I speak it in the, on the authority of the word of God that some families who always are having struggles are about to start having prayer meetings in their houses together Why don't we start right now? Right now. Remember what controls the atmosphere. Your words. I'd like to remind the enemy of one thing. You're the prince of the air, not the king. King of glory, fill this place. I just want to be with you. Somebody say it, King of glory, fill this place. I just want to be. and an unleashing of praise and worship in the atmosphere right now in Jesus name yes the world will bow down and say you are
And he said, you know, the coming of the Lord could be like that. These things have been around for a while, these things that are in our season and in our culture, but yet we're seeing things happen more and more rapidly, and it lets us know Jesus is coming. It's happening quicker and more rapid, and we're facing so many things in this world. The other day, my my wife found an old video of when my daughter was born, Sophia, uh, almost 11 years ago now. And uh, when she was born, she had trouble in her lungs. She was not able to uh, breathe properly. And she still had that residue of the fluid in her lung. And uh, they started working with her. And I was reminded as I watched the video again, she was trying to cry, but it was restricted. She was having to find her voice. And I got to thinking about how when the disciples were born again, they had to find their voice. They became bold. They weren't like that right before the Holy Ghost fell. Peter was running and going back to fishing and denying the Lord and confused. But when the Holy Ghost came and they were born again, they found their voice. God's getting ready to come back for the church. But we got to find our voice. We got to get our praise. You can't let so much of the world, the residue of the world, restrict you so that you don't have a voice to worship God. You got to get all that out of your system. You got to clear all that fluid out. So, hallelujah, when you lift your voice as a child of God, when you look up toward the eastern sky and you recognize your redemption, draw it down. There's a praise in your mouth. Because in heaven, there's a lot of worship going on. There's a lot of praise going on. And the Lord's getting ready to come back for His church. Don't lose your praise. Don't lose your worship. Amen. Let it be stronger than ever before. As the Lord's getting closer and closer to coming back, let there be more and more praise. Hallelujah. Let's change the atmosphere. Let's have a little bit of heaven on earth. And then whenever the Lord comes back for we're going to rise to meet Him in the air with a shout, with a shout, with a shout. Hallelujah. Well, I feel victory in the house of the Lord. Just like we did this morning, why don't we dismiss tonight with a shout? Would you lift your hands and would you lift your voice like a trumpet? And would you just shout like the Lord is coming back this very moment, like the Easter sky. in Jesus' name. Let's change the atmosphere. God bless you. We love you. You're dismissed.